0: And welcome to the Declassified Cheat Codes Podcast, your source for the newest news in gaming. I am one of your hosts, Josiah from Caterpillar Mon Plays.
1: And I'm your other host, Hill House, from Good Games, Good Vibes on YouTube.
0: <laughs> and uh, we're here to bring you the weekly roundup of everything there is to know about gaming news. Everything. And, um, everything. Basically everything. Um, I don't feel like there was that many stories this week, but oh, we'll cover shit. What we thought was important. Um, yeah. th- there's there's one that's hilarious. If and it's I important to, to us, it's it. important
1: to you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Basically. Um, the only things I try to stay clear of are stories that have to do with very narrow um, genres of gaming that I feel like a majority of the audience that we are talking to won't even be aware of. I do try to kind of steer away a little bit from that. Oh, but If yeah, I'm yeah, going to yeah. like talk about games that I've played, I will honestly tell you exactly what I played, even if it's not in a genre that most people play, you know. So if I'm having a hands on experience with something, I'll talk about something obscure. But if I'm talking like, hey, I heard a story about such and such in a genre that I'm not familiar with and our audience isn't familiar with, you know, then that just seems like it's just pandering. But, I mean, for the most part, we try to cover these stories that are basically, you know, concern the general audience that we have, you know? Um yeah. But that being said, um, if you are new to the show, um, thank you for tuning in. We are on our 70 something episode. I don't know. What is it? 71? 72 uh, or something? 73. Episode wow.
1: 73.
0: Yes. <laughs> It's our first episode after Halloween. Hope you had a good Halloween. And uh, we always start our episodes talking about games that we've played in the last week. And um, I talked last week about how since the Xbox Hall of Fame uh, was over, I was going to quit playing um, these, what do you call them? Visual novel games that were like easy gamer score, but really shit games. Um so I said I was gonna quit, but I was at twenty four hundred gamer score for October, and I was like, Fuck, oh, "If I get, if if I get a thousand more gamer score, I can say that there was a month where I got twenty five, you know, thousand gamer score." I said hundred a second ago, but twenty five thousand gamer score. Yeah, I was like, so I was like, all I have to do is play one easy game. I think it was the last day of the month. It may have been Halloween Day. I played. I played a really shameful game called The Language of Love, and I'm, I'm proud to say that it was on sale, so I didn't pay full price. It was a visual novel, and um, this game, unlike the other visual novels I've played, um, it you don't have to do anything. You can walk away and go to the bathroom for five minutes, so... There was one game where they get. There was one game I talked about two episodes ago where all you had to do was press A, but you had to press A for like 28 minutes to get through that game. So yes, it was super easy. All you had to do is press A for 28 minutes to complete the game. But this game has a auto read function. There are no choices. All you do <laughs> is press right bumper, and it will auto skip through all the dialogue. And it takes, I think, four and a half minutes. Oh my God. So this is, this is the most shameful, this is the most shameful gamer score I've ever received, but I have made it to 25,000 and um, I was already burned out on these types of games too. So there's no way in hell that I was actually going to read the dialogue in this one <laughs> because some of these, I try to give them a chance and I try to, I try to read the dialogue and see if it's even a decent story. Sometimes they are uh, sometimes they have, some sort of engagement that can attract you to it. But at this point and this style of game and kind of the synopsis of this game, I was just like, I I don't care at all about what the game is. All I want to do is get that thousand G and then I'm done. (laughs) So, so I lied last week. I said I was done with these games, but I did only play one more and, um, I'm going to not just end on that note. I did play another new game. that Not a new game, but a game that I hadn't played before. It is brand new in Xbox Game Pass. It is called Full Throttle Remastered. And this game is a blast from the past because it originally came out in 1995. And it's a remastered uh, LucasArts game. So this is made by the same company that George Lucas started uh, for video games. So it ha- kind of has that LucasArt kind of uh, humor and charm to it. And it just reminds me of 90s games because it's a point-and-click adventure that was obviously designed for the PC. Um, It's got a lot of charm to it. It's just cool to go back and play a game that has you clicking on everything. And they have, like... Most of the humor in the game is what the character says from you clicking on something. And uh, it's just just cool because I remember these games when I was growing up. And I remember this was, like, cutting edge when you were limited on what a computer could do. (laughs) And... This remaster actually does look pretty good. It reminds me of those older games, but obviously the load time is really good because I can imagine if I tried to play this game in the '90s, the the changing of scenes would probably take you know half a minute. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. But with a seamless load time, this game is actually really entertaining. I'm liking the animation. I'm liking the music. The voice acting's fun because it has Mark Hamill in it, who I guess um, you know Lucas probably had connections to, and in the '90s. Is when Mark Hamill was getting into like voice acting. I know he did some, uh, the, oh, what do you call them? The style of video games that have videos in them. I forget what they're called, uh, a a and v or whatever they're called. Uh, he did a bunch of those in the early '90s. So this one, he like, I think he voices like four characters on it. So it's pretty cool. I do recommend this game. I know there's another LucasArts game that's very similar. I forgot the title. I might pull it up in a minute. They also added into game pass, but this is the first one I touched on and it's just one of those things where it's like I've been playing so many shit games that this game <laughs> it looks fantastic compared to what I've been playing and um, I don't know I'm really impressed by it and I'm I was playing a little bit of it this morning. I'll probably play more of it just to get like more of the uh, story but I was surprised that you know a game could hold up after what is it 25 years dang. That makes me feel old. 95 was 25 years ago. But yeah, 1995 was 25 freaking years ago. And this game is still completely playable. And it doesn't look horrible, you know? And I know it's remastered, but like, it's still got its charm. And I know we say things like, oh, you know, people still play Mario Brothers, you know? And it's like 30 years old. But, um, or 35 years old. (laughs) Jesus Christ. But I mean, this game is from the mid 90s and it's obviously meant for a computer that has hardly any horsepower, you know, and uh, it it still looks good. It still plays good. And I'm, I'm pretty impressed by it. But that's all I played this week. Um, I know you got a couple games you wanted to talk about.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I played um, first one I want to talk about is In Silence. Uh, it's really cool. It's kind of like um, uh, Dead by Daylight. Uh, where you have a, you know, in Dead by Daylight, you have several different ones that you can choose from. I guess Jason and Freddy Krueger and all sorts of different stuff. But uh, In Silence is a game where you have a monster who's called the Rake, and it's in that same vein where there's six players. One of those players is the monster. You don't know who it is until the game starts. Um, But what I love about this game right now is the voice proximity where you have to use a headset and mic and it's the voice proximity to uh, talking to other people when you hit voice chat if you you know which i prefer to have push to push to talk um so that's one thing that i absolutely love about this game because if somebody is across the map and you say something they can't hear you however the really cool thing and unique thing about this game that's really cool yeah it is. It's very cool. and uh, actually, it's also something that's in the next game that I'm going to talk about also. but uh the cool thing about this game is the monster, the rake. he has uh hypersensitive hearing. So the only way I can really describe it is that he has hearing like Daredevil. So when um you make noise, it's it'll yeah. it'll ping he he it'll ping him in the direction that he you know you need to go. Um, if you get close enough to people, uh, it, you know, the louder they get, you can hear them, you can start, you know, sprinting towards them. And he, he does have a, uh, a super sprint, which is just absolutely terrifying because it comes with a roar Uh the monster is quite scary. And, um, it's, yeah, I'm looking at it. <laughs> yeah. It's really, really cool, dude. It's, uh, it's a really, really crazy game. I, I loved every second of playing it, to be honest with you, uh, Um, I did get a little freaked out and a little scared and whatnot, but I had a good time playing it and, uh, uh, well worth it. Um, it still is in, um, uh, early access. Um, and I'll be talking a little bit more about that later on, but, uh, If you get a chance to play this game, I I recommend it 100%. It's already got a 9 out of 10 on Steam as far as reviews. Everybody that I've seen playing it and everybody that I've talked to that plays it absolutely loves it. Um, There really wasn't any toxicity in any of the groups that I picked up with. Uh, It was a lot of fun. People just having a good time, just talking shit, trying to get away from this monster. And uh, the ways that you can distract the monster to get away are really cool, man. Setting off like party poppers in his face and then running off real quick and trying to be quiet so that maybe he goes the other way. But yeah, it's uh, so crazy. Uh, If the monster gets you three times, you die. And you come back as a rat. Now, the rat can jump up and down, and he can squeak and make noise, which can either attract the monster towards your teammates, if you want to you know, end the game pissing them off, or you can mess with the monster. What I did is I always bounced around the monster, and I would squeak and stuff, so it would give people a clue as to where the monster was. So I helped them out, and they were able to put together the car and get away. So, yeah. But I recommend it, guys. If you haven't played this game yet, It's on PC. Get it. It's well worth it. 150%. I'm going to be playing it a lot more. Um, I'm starting to get into the horror games, as you'll find out from the next one. I've been having a lot of fun with that. Uh, Next thing that I want to talk about Mm -hmm. is a game called Phasmophobia. And uh, Josiah just got this game today. Um, Guys, this game is so freaking fun and so cool. This is a co-op. Uh, four-player online co-op psychological horror game, basically. Um, It really messes with your mind. Um, You have a level of sanity that you try to keep throughout the game while you're hunting for these ghosts. Uh, They could be demons, race, they could be phantasms, they could be all sorts of different crazy-ass monsters, and uh, holy crap. Um, (laughs) I have a clip on my internationally oh acclaimed gosh. YouTube channel, Good Games of Good Vibes. Uh, if you check it out there, it's about a five-minute clip of the highlights of a horror stream from the 30th of October. And towards the end of that, you're going to see the scary shit that happens in phasmophobia. I mean, I got so scared, I knocked my camera off my monitor, bro. It was insane. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, I mean, I scream. I, I, I was like, I I literally screamed. It was crazy. And uh, Kiki was in the front room just laughing her ass off. But um, yeah, so that game, 150% again recommend. It has the same kind of voice proximity talking to people. But what's cool about it is this. If one of my partners goes into, or let's say all three of my partners goes into the house and I'm watching from their from their helmet cams on the screen or the computer inside the van. Um they're not going to hear me, right? No, you hit B and you're on a walkie-talkie to them. It is so much more realistic that way and so cool to that's how you got to keep track of stuff. Um yeah, some of these ghosts are completely terrifying. Uh there's one that crawls across the floor towards you and I'm not going to lie, dude. Um I actually did have a few nightmares mm-hmm. about that one. Uh <clears throat> but yeah, a uh, great fucking game, man. A lot of fun. I want all of my friends to play this game. Uh, when my daughter gets here on the ninth, uh, she's going to be doing some streaming with me and I guarantee you, she will be playing some of these games. I already have a headphone splitter. So yeah, we're going to be able to capture all the fun as we scare the shit out of her too. So guys, both of these games, 100% recommend them. If you get a chance, get them. They are both PC, but I'm sorry. Uh, I'm starting to love the PC world right now. Uh, but, yeah, if you got PC, get them. If you love horror games, get them. A lot of fun. I just downloaded, <clears throat> excuse me, Five Nights at Freddy's. Never played it. Heard a lot about it. Uh, but like I said, I'm starting to really love these horror games. Uh, being <laughs> being scared for four hours was just, like, so much fun. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I loved it. So I'm going to get into it a little bit more. But, anyway, those are my reviews, man. I recommend them 150%. Yeah.
0: Speaking of being scared for four hours, I mean, I didn't get any sleep last night over the election.
1: <laughs> oh, my God, dude. What a joke this is, dude. It's just... Look how close it is, too. There hasn't been updates. Look how close it is, Yeah, though. that's
0: the other thing. I mean, look how close... Because when people hear this, they're going to know the outcome. But oh, for, yeah. like, the last seven hours or ten hours, like, nothing has happened. No, no. It's they're because they're just counting all the mail-ins.
1: Yeah. And it's like... <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know, and I know it's going to be so super close that, you know, whatever. <clears throat> but, bro, uh, and I hate bringing it up in yeah. this because one of my stories is about politics and gaming. But, uh, yeah, we're f-
0: yeah, we don't have to have an opinion we're, on it. That's fine. Yeah,
1: but I think we're fucked. Um, we're fucked. I'm just going to keep playing <laughs> video games to escape <laughs> the horror, to escape the pain <laughs> and misery that is the U.S.A. I,
0: The thing is, there's so many states that are really close, and they've been really close for an enormous amount of time. Um, I read on Reddit, someone commented on one of these feeds about this, where someone said, why does Nevada got edges so hard? (laughs) (laughs) No shit, (laughs) It's just been, every state is so freaking close right now, and they're all just keeping everyone on the edge of their seat. We're like, the best thing to do is to just turn off your phone... Oh, I'm and just like I'm not even looking at you'll it. You'll hear about what the result is. I'm not you know, even looking there's at no it. No point yeah. watching it. It's so
1: fucking close that <laughs> it's just it, it. It's like it's pain. It's painful <laughs> to watch it. So it's just yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's gonna be either an old white guy or an old white guy.
0: Right. I remember. I did see someone. Someone commented something. It may have been a meme. I forget. But someone said. Y'all are all complaining about how slow this the results are coming in, but you're literally watching a race between two seven year olds. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, like, what are you complaining about? Exactly.
1: But, <laughs> exactly.
0: but back to gaming, I was watching your clip that you were talking this about. This will when never you change. Your camera man. Over. Gaming will never so that change. Was funny.
1: Oh, you were? You saw
0: it? Yeah. How many, yeah, I was watching it while you were talking. How many, it was pretty funny. How many
1: views have I got?
0: <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> You got into the double digits. What? That's amazing. It is. Um
1: I'm up to almost 3000 on TikTok. Love me. Anyway, let's get um, to the news. Enough about me. More about me.
0: Okay, so the first thing in news is uh, Call of Duty Cold War uh, released some specs on what you would need to run the game uh, in different uh, resolutions and different frame rates and all that jazz. And uh, basically, (laughs) if you have the highest end version of the game, uh, the jokes that have been going around is that Cold War will require 250 gigabytes of space to run at like... It's full frame rate. It's full features. And now I'm talking about PC. Um, I don't know the numbers for, I don't know if the numbers for Xbox and PlayStation have dropped, but for PC alone, we're talking a quarter of a terabyte, which I mean, let's, let's hope to God that you're not running half a terabyte of storage on your PC, you know, in 2020. But if you are, that's, that's like half of some old hard drives, (laughs) but you know, at the same time, I mean, what are you going to do if you're trying to run something at the highest frame rate possible, highest um, uh, resolution? And, you know, well, I mean, you, if you're running a computer with those type of specs, let's hope you have multiple terabytes of storage, you know. But, um, yeah, that is still massive. Now, it's going to still support the thing that uh, Modern Warfare is doing where you can only download certain elements For example, just the multiplayer mode, I think, is only 50 gigabytes. So some people may just want that. But if you want everything, it's 250. and I'm actually more surprised that multiplayer is just 50 gigabytes. That seems pretty small. Uh, To say that you bought Call of Duty Cold War, a brand new title, and you just download 50 gigabytes because that's the only game mode you want to play, that seems pretty crazy to me, but... Uh, yeah, the 250 is is massively insane.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Did you see those numbers? That's just insane. Yeah. But um, uh, one more thing to talk about with Cold War before I move on is we got confirmation of the retail physical copies of Cold War on the Xbox. And now this is quite kind of confusingly hilarious, and I feel like it's something that Activision should have just bit the bullet on and lost $10 for like the first year of a switching consoles because here's how you're going to see the copies in retail stores there's going to be a copy that says um Call of Duty Cold War for the Xbox One and it's going to be $60 and there's going to be another one that looks exactly the same with a sticker that says you know also Xbox Series S and X on it. And it's going to be $70. So there's going to be a $10 difference between physical copies if you want the version that's optimized for the Xbox Series S and X. So that already kind of seems weird. But it's even weirder the more you think about it. For example, if you bought the game digitally, you could buy the game to run on both Xbox One and Xbox Series S and X and it would still be 70 but you would be buying a package that said that it was cross generation. Um so that's kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> the other weird part is if you bought the Xbox One version of the game, it would still play on the Series X and S just I guess it would have blocked off the high resolution high frame rate. It's really weird. So it, since the Xbox Series S and X will still play Xbox One games, you could essentially pay $10 less to play Cold War if you just didn't care about having it optimized for the Series S and X. So that is kind of weird. Um, it's going to be very confusing for, you know, moms and dads going to the store, buying a game for their kid. Of course, it is Cold War. Maybe they shouldn't be doing that to start with. But anyway, we know what's going to happen. <laughs> but yeah. they go to the store and they're buying their they're buying little Billy his M rated Cold War and um they're probably gonna buy the $60 one because they won't know any difference between the two copies on the shelf. You know, and then the kid's gonna be like, oh my god, you didn't get the one that was optimized for the X and S, you know? <laughs> but you know, <laughs> their their parents are gonna be like, What's optimized mean? Yeah, but um Exactly then <laughs> And then that's the end of the conversation. But I mean, it's just really weird. I think it's going to be very confusing for the holidays on shelves. If more games do this, where you will see literally two games beside each other with the exact same packaging for Xbox. And it's whether or not the company chose to charge you for the next generation price, which is 100% just trying to take advantage of the PlayStation price. See, that's the thing. Um, I think the only reason the XS version of Cold War is $70 on Xbox is because uh, the PS5 is not going to work the same way as the Xbox One. I think they're trying to keep the prices equal because they know that the PlayStation 5 games are $70. And it's just confusing on the Xbox side when Xbox is trying to break down generations, you know, and... When you have companies that are building games for both platforms, there's obviously going to be an issue of pricing difference, and we're just going to have to really wait to see how that all plays out with company to company, but obviously Activision has chosen to just you know take the extra money, but I think that it would not hurt Activision if they just sold one version. I don't think it makes any sense for them to try to get an extra $10 out of you because You know that there's microtransactions. You know that they're going to get those $10 out of you at some point, and it'd be better if they just got the game into more homes, you know? But it it is kind of odd that they chose to do that, but I think it is 100% with the fact that it would make PlayStation upset if you could get the game $10 cheaper on Xbox than you could on PlayStation. (laughs) So it's it's a weird situation. It's a lot of people having to make choices to make sure everybody's still playing nice. Yeah. But um. yeah, that's it on what I have on Cold War, I think. I don't think I have any more news on Cold War. Um, The next quick piece of news I have is that Far Cry 6 has been delayed from March 21, uh, 2021, to September 2021. And this has been a very early delay because they just announced this game. Um, It has not been... There's not been much footage released of this game. So they basically came out. Ubisoft said that uh, Far Cry 6 is just not moving at the pace that it would normally if people were not working from home. So with the working from home initiative going on, they're just saying that basically Far Cry 6 is not going to be a spring title, that it's going to be later. So not a really big deal. I don't think anyone was really concerned about that game's delay. It is just nice that Ubisoft is, you know... (laughs) is getting ahead of that rather than, you know, January 1st, they say that far cry six is being delayed and there's already posters at every gamestop you know? Um, so yeah, I think that's a good decision that they've already announced it before even the holiday season. Um, but that's just them playing safe. So, um, next piece of news I have is about the PlayStation five. And this one's, (laughs) this one's really funny because, um, did you read about these uh, custommyplates.com? Yes. Com? Yeah. Okay. So this is a this is an interesting story. Um, so I guess I can slow down my speech. Uh, this is a little bit more <laughs> to talk about. So there was a website. This was almost. It, this was a piece of news probably from when our last episode posted, um, and then it started developing more and more as the week went on. So I think we've come to a close on it. But what it first was was there was a website called. Uh, plate sorry to say plate station 5.com and it was not PlayStation it was Plate Station and basically what it was was that it was a third party uh company that was making interchangeable plates for the PlayStation PlayStation 5 um and you could get them in different colors if you don't know what i'm talking about on plates Um, It has been revealed that you don't have to break any warranty seals or anything on the PlayStation 5. It's really hard to say the PlayStation 5 now. (laughs) On the PlayStation 5 um, to take off the side panels because they want you to be able to get in there and clean out the fans if you have to and stuff like that. So that's a really cool feature that these plates can come off. People have been begging for that kind of
1: stuff forever, dude. Forever.
0: Right, because it's one of those things where even with the OG Xboxes, you want to get to the fans and stuff, but then you have to break, like, warranty seals to, like, uh, do it, or you have to look up the exact way to do it so that you don't get in trouble if you ever had to send it in for a warranty. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, once people found out that you could take these plates off of the PlayStation 5, immediately companies were like, hey, we could make our own plates and people could just customize their PlayStation 5s. So this company got out ahead of it very quickly because the PlayStation 5 is not even out and they were already taking orders for customized plates. And within I think 7 hours of them going live and getting tons of orders, they were contacted by Sony and they were under the impression that they couldn't use the name PlayStation 5 because it was they were they were notified that they were they were like going against copyright infringement on the PlayStation name. So they redesigned the website. They called it customizemyplates.com and they took out every word of the word PlayStation off the website. It would say customizemyplates.com and I think the plates were called like customized plates. I don't think they even said what they were for. (laughs) I looked at the website when it was up And it was just customized plates. And uh, within, I think, another day or two, Sony then contacted them and told them that they would take legal action if they sold a single one of these plates. And they were claiming that the actual plates were part of their patent for the PlayStation 5, basically implying that if you wanted to sell something like this, you would have to get it officially licensed by PlayStation to sell it, you know, like Hori and Power A get official licenses to make controllers for the Xbox and PlayStation. In the same sense, to make an accessory, which I guess this would fall under, uh, you would need to get an official license from PlayStation to do so. Um, so then uh, they decided that since they got that message from Sony's lawyers, that they had to take down the entire website and they ended up refunding all orders for it. So Uh, If you had an order with custommyplates.com, it has been refunded. If you had one with PlayStation 5, it has also been refunded. And this makes sense from a business standpoint. Um, It does scream that PlayStation either A, wants people to get a license to do this (laughs) because they want to get a cut, yeah, or two PlayStation has already decided to do this themselves. Like maybe they are already thinking of selling overpriced plates that are like twice as much as this company was selling them for. Um, or C, they um, don't want anyone making customized plates because they want to be able to sell special editions of the PlayStation five without people just selling special edition plates. Because it would be really cool, you know, if you could make a, pl- a what looks like a special edition PlayStation yeah. out of just like, you know, less than $20 worth of plastic, <laughs> you know? It would be awesome to make your PlayStation look customized like that. But if Sony thinks that that would immediately make no one buy, um, you know, a $500 console that is exactly what they have already, but it has, you know... Spider-Man on it then of course they're going to want to shoot that down so I'm hoping that PlayStation is shooting this down because they want to either offer their own version of it or license out the um, rights to do it rather than they're trying to shoot it down so that you keep buying more consoles (laughs) to add to your collection because I think that's just dirty Um, I think it makes a lot more sense to make people collect plates I think that would be a cool collector's item You could also get people to buy a lot more plates than you could make them buy consoles. You know, the average consumer, you know, who already just bought a PS4 Pro like a month ago is probably not going to buy a PS4 Pro that has, you know, The Last of Us written on it because he already has the exact same console. He already just paid that much money for it, you know, it's going to take up the same real estate and do the exact same thing. It just doesn't seem economical unless you have money to blow. Or if your system is already on its last leg and you might as well get a special edition, you know, but if you had the ability to make official plates that were not stickers, that were not adhesives, you know, that were actually pieces of the (laughs) system that were like engraved with the PlayStation logo and had the embossment on it and stuff, then that'd be awesome if it was official. And I think people would actually collect these. I think they would spend hundreds of dollars on them. And I think PlayStation would end up making more money because, yes, it's cool to sell a special edition console to a guy that already owns a console, but you still had to manufacture the console. If you can make some guy pay $30 for two pieces of plastic that you manufactured in bulk for like five bucks, <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs>
0: then that's a way better profit margin, you know? And if you could make that same guy buy one for every one of his favorite game titles so that he could switch it out every season of the year, then, yeah, you're going to win. Especially if they somehow uh, marketed it, you know, so, like, let's say the next God of War comes out. But if you pre-order it now, you can get the special edition for $20 more that comes with these two plates with the God of War art on it. People would for sure do that. They would for sure... Pay $20 more for $5 worth of plastic, you know? Oh, yeah. So, so I think they have a market. I hope they just are not stingy and play it incorrectly and try to sell more consoles. Because at the end of the day, who cares about how many consoles you sell? It's about how much money you make. And I think Sony should realize that. I mean, they already were a really good selling console, but they should realize that you know, there's more ways of making money than making someone keep buying your console over and over again. (laughs) So, fingers crossed on that. I thought it was an interesting story because of how it was just shot down so quick, even though there was a demand for it. Now, I guess I didn't say this as another option. Option D of this scenario is that PlayStation had no idea that people would want this. And when they saw how much traffic the website was getting, that suddenly they wanted a cut. That's also an option. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where they probably thought, "Oh, well, these come off so that you can clean the system." They probably th- there's a chance that they never thought that you could maybe sell them, you know, interchangeable plates that have different designs on them, you know. So maybe maybe that opened their eyes. So that is the last option. That's a very likely option that they had no idea that there was a market for that, but it's it's hard to believe that considering you know, Sony's been around a while. They know how customizing things goes. <laughs> but, um, yeah, sorry that story went a long no, time. No, not but, at all, um,
1: dude.
0: I-, I thought that was a cool story. The last, well, not the last thing. Um, the next thing I wanted to talk about was that um, somebody got a Series S Xbox. And they found out that the available storage after the internal uh, operating system and stuff is allocated is 364 gigabytes. Now that's really scary. You're paying for a 500 gigabyte Series S Xbox and it only gives you 364 gigabytes. But the bright side of that is that it is still a really well-performing system. It is still a steal for $300. Um, Yes, the storage is bad. (laughs) But I think a lot of people can control what they download. Um, Of course... Now we're laughing about the memes about Warzone and stuff. Warzone would be half of this system's available space. If you had the whole thing installed, it's well over a hundred gigabytes. And yeah, it would be it'd be half of your storage if you had Warzone. Um in I guess um Cold War would probably be your other half of your storage. So yeah, maybe they should sell special edition Warzone. I'm sorry, not Warzone. Maybe they should sell Cold War solid-state drives for (laughs) the Series S. But uh, right now, the the Series S is a really good price if you're not trying to play tons of big games at the same time because it's going to have the ability to seamlessly have multiple games open. And I understand that a weakness of that ability to open game after game and you won't have to close it and to switch between games seamlessly is kind of defeated by the fact that you can't install many games. But I think if... See, that makes it way more important that you buy that one terabyte um, expansion card for the back. I think now the Series S's price makes sense with that card. Because before, it was 500 gigabytes and you add one terabyte for almost the price of the Series S. But now you're thinking of it as you're adding, you know you're adding like 300 times the storage of what it had before for $100 less than the system. That doesn't sound as bad now. So I don't know. The, the Series S is for a particular crowd. It is very, very well priced for if you're playing one or two games that are large and then are just a bunch of like Game Pass games that are smaller, you know? Yeah. But uh, it's just something to think about when you're making the choice this holiday if you can even find one. Um, the the Series S is going to be pretty small on its storage. Um, we've already been previously uh, told that the Xbox Series X, which is a terabyte, I think only about 860 gigabytes are available. I forget what it is exactly, but I know it's in the 800s. But still, 800s is doable because, I mean, that's still a lot of space. Um, but at the same time, I am very surprised that, Maybe I wasn't that surprised at the beginning of the year when we were talking about the Series X and the PlayStation 5, but come November 2020 now, um, both of these new generation consoles only maxing out at a terabyte in what you buy off the shelf is kind of surprising. You know, It is surprising that they don't come with two terabytes right off the bat. Um, the reason that's surprising to me is last generation had one terabytes for sale on launch, you know? So that that's kind of weird. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like the the storage didn't increase in a whole generation. It's it's still the same place. Now yeah. you could say that, you know, games got more efficient and everything is more efficient, so it doesn't need to increase in storage as fast as efficiency of writing, you know, the games. But um it's still surprising because the price of storage should have come down. Now I understand they switch from hard drives to solid states, but you know the general public's not even aware of what that is. <laughs> you know yeah, the exactly. average person buying a console is seeing that the Series X has exactly the same storage that their Xbox One X has. You know, they're just like, "Hold on, why would I buy this when it has like the exact same stuff that my current system has?" You have to really look under the hood and understand what's under it to See the value in it. That's the truth, and um, that that that's that is interesting. So yeah, my statement of it saying that storage hasn't changed in a in a generation is false because of the solid state. But at the same time, it's still one terabyte. So I don't know. Load speeds are faster, but what you can load on it is the same. <laughs> you know, storage is storage. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So just just a little information for you if you're shopping for an Xbox this holiday. The last piece of information I have is about a place that you can shop for that Xbox. And this one is quite hilarious. We were talking about TikTok earlier, since you are now a new TikTok celebrity. And thank you and welcome to the show. And um, (laughs) this next uh, story is about a GameStop dance competition on TikTok that is for employees only. Now, have you heard this story?
1: No. (laughs) No.
0: This story is quite hilarious because it is it is one of the most absurd things that you can do to hype up your team. So they started this competition of all GameStop employees because they wanted to get their teams pumped for the holidays and keep them in a real chipper mood. So they said, we're going to have a contest where you dance off on TikTok and the winners will receive prizes. Oh, that sounds awesome. So you get to goof off at work and record TikToks. And you get to uh, potentially win stuff. And one of the prizes is a $100 Visa gift card. That's awesome. You get to goof off on work and also win $100, which is probably more than you get paid in a day. Um, and the next is a, a you could win an Echo 8 or an Echo Auto. Those aren't as great of a prize, but, I mean, they are a prize, I guess. The last... <laughs> <laughs> the last possible prize that you could get is you could potentially win 10 additional labor hours on Black Friday week. Oh, so wow. if you already were not working enough during the week of Black Friday, GameStop is offering a competition to allow you to work 10 additional hours <laughs> for the company. Now, this is really funny because it brings up a lot of questions. It brings up questions like, can the 10 hours be overtime? Can the 10 hours be you know, over the legal amount that you can make someone work in a week? Because we're talking about Black Friday week. We're talking yeah. about the week that any type of vacation time that you put in as a minimum wage employee of GameStop is probably going to get denied. <laughs> so uh, under that umbrella, they expect that one of these employees will have enough charisma to make a TikTok video, dance his heart out, And then still be the same type of employee that wants to work 10 extra hours during Black Friday week. And it might not even be overtime. It could be that they just cut your schedule 10 hours. So I don't know. I don't know. It brings up a lot of funny situations where if you know anything about retail, this is just really funny that they would even think of one of the prizes for their employees is giving them labor. (laughs)
1: <laughs> doesn't make any sense.
0: But man. at first, when I read it, I was like, "Wait, ten additional labor hours? Like, does this mean they don't have to work for ten hours? Is this ten hours of vacation? No, it's ten hours of labor. It's ten hours of actually coming into work and actually putting in ten hours of work." Oh my god! So I don't know. I thought it was a great story to end on on my news, um, just because it's just right up, it's just right up our alley of the show. It's just hilarious in my opinion. But yeah, um, I think we should do a competition like that where we have people submit um, videos for prizes, but there's only like one decent prize. Like, Like there's only one decent prize that's like a Visa gift card. And like that'll make people enter the competition, not knowing that there's only one to give out. And then every other prize is something that's like nobody would want it <laughs> you
1: know? exactly
0: so it's like it's it's like hey you can enter and pour your heart into this and you might win but all the runners up get something that you know is going to immediately go in the trash can you know like there could be something like good feelings you know and uh <laughs> you know sent prayers and stuff just a bunch of things that you know don't amount to anything <laughs> But yeah, I think that'd be really funny if we did a competition like that. Like um you like the, the tenth runner up gets a an air hug from uh Hill House from a mile away or something. Um you know, oh, I'm, I'm coming so, you for know eleventh the place no is hug. like a is like a blown a blown kiss from like millions of miles away or something. Just things that like you can't actually like confirm. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, <laughs> oh, my see, yeah, that, that's what made me immediately go to the thoughts and prayers. That's, that's what was cracking me up was the fact that what if you just gave away, like, the thought of something, you know, like, like, not like even a thank you note means more because, you know, you have to write it down. But, like, if you someone entered a contest and you're like, we'll be thinking about you, you know, like, what does that mean? <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, that's all I have in news. Uh, yeah, GameStop is. GameStop is pulling the weight this week. I'm
1: telling you. I am telling you. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so I got a couple of things, man. Uh, I was talking earlier about uh, Phasmophobia. And um, Phasmophobia was supposed to go out of early access and into uh, regular gameplay. But unfortunately, they are staying early access still. I shouldn't say unfortunately, because I think this is a good thing. Uh, and basically what it comes down to is because of the game's popularity, expectations are a lot higher now. Um, so the, uh, developer is basically saying that he has to reconsider his plans for the future on this game. Um, that when he started with the, uh, when he did the launch, uh, on the game, he, um, he did not expect it to be quite this high. He said that he expected a server capacity of around 500 players on launch day and he expected it to drop from there. But now the game has over 2 million sales and they have a player peak of around 90 K average. So, I mean, this game is like taking off. So kinetic games, uh, they've, they've been doing a really good job with this. However, it is staying in early access because they want to polish this game up. And I think if they do, uh, it's already phenomenal to begin with. I think it's a great game and it plays really well, even though there are a couple little glitches, but they're not major. You know what I mean? Um, They're not totally uh, uh, game ending. So yeah. um, Yeah. So it's a good thing. Uh, And I'm, I'm so glad that I got in before it got crazy because it's just, yeah, it's absolutely phenomenal. And one of the things that I wanted to mention is, uh, the reason why uh, I think I found out why I died so much. Um, I found an article on phasmophobia that um, talked about basically the, the main questions that you can ask the general ghost questions, Ouija board questions, spirit box questions. And then I found things you can also say to trigger a ghost. And uh, apparently I said all of them. So uh, that's probably why I died. Um, there was a lot of, I'm scared. I am scared, scared, scary, spooky, horror, scare, frightened. There was a lot of that. Uh, there was a lot of run <laughs> hide <laughs> and, uh, those things kind of trigger people. So, uh, I think I said a couple of times when I was trying to piss off a ghost, you know, Hey, show me your nuts. You think you're tough? Well, show me and show us our trigger words for ghosts apparently. So yeah. Um, They have done the uh, update to the game, which makes the ghosts more random and much smarter. So, uh, yeah, man, the Ouija board, I have to say, is one of the creepiest things. Just wait till you see it. It's it's uh, it's amazing. So, um, yeah, Uh, so it's still in early access, but guys, get the game. Just get the game. You you will not be sorry at all. Uh, Another thing that I wanted to talk about real quick, and I just wanted to kind of get this off my chest. You know, I was talking about, you know, one of the things that I love about uh, gaming is Fortnite, for example. And I always talk about how they, they, they cross different generations and different medias and different things. You know what I'm saying? And, and they, Mm -hmm. they, they do these amazing things. Well, you know, one of the things that's kind of pissing me off is politics getting into gaming. And I'm just going to say my piece on it. I just think that there's no place for it in in gaming. They need to leave gaming alone. Uh, It's just really stupid that they would make maps based on either party. Um, You know, it, it just doesn't make any, it just doesn't make any sense to me, man. I just wish that they would just leave, leave, leave this one thing alone, man. You know, let us be able to escape. Let us be able to get away from the 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 crap that we see daily on TV with these people, because, you know, bottom line is, and I think, you know, most people would agree with me on this, is that it's just a nightmare right now. It's an absolute nightmare. And it's not something that we want to see 24 seven. And I, I game to to get away from things. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, I, you know, if anybody's listening, I doubt they are. You know, I don't know. Maybe the government is listening. I'm not wearing my tinfoil hat today. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> just leave us alone, man. Just leave us alone. Okay. Next thing that I wanted to get to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> With more goddamn liars is <laughs> the Xbox and the PlayStation. OK, mm-hmm. they lied to us about their storage, bro. They lied to us. Apparently, 667 gigabytes of storage on the PlayStation 5 is all that you're going to be able to use. And for less than 400 gigabytes on the Xbox Series S is all you can use out of all of it.
0: Yeah, I hadn't heard the PlayStation numbers. That's pretty crazy, dude.
1: I'm not happy, man. I'm not happy with this. You lying sacks of shit. Fix your crap. You guys lied to us. You're taking advantage of us. You need to knock each one down by a hundred dollars. I think that would be fair. Anyway, I think everybody who agrees with me should write to Xbox in care of Microsoft and PlayStation in care of Sony. Knock each one down by a hundred. You storage lying fuckers.
0: Okay. Next story. You know what? <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's, let's stay on that for a second. Sure. Um, you know how there was all the lawsuits in other countries that have kind of eked into America of the uh, loot boxes, where yes. you have to post, you know, the uh, the ratios, and you have to tell people like, you know, what are the chances of pulling something, you know, because it's deceptive. I think that storage has always been that way. I feel like when you go out and buy a laptop, and it says it has mm-hmm. a thousand. You know, gigabytes or a terabyte of yeah, storage. Yeah. And then when you get home and you right click on my computer and it tells you that you have like
1: 900 available yeah, or 900 or whatever. I think that's
0: false advertising.
1: Yeah. Because yeah. even
0: if you say, oh, well, different amounts of storage have to be allocated, you know. They know how much is allocated for internal processes when they and ship operating it out.
1: systems. Exactly, you know? exactly. They should add that little bit for the operating system and give you the goddamn terabyte you asked for and paid for.
0: Right. And the thing is, what you're saying is true. I think that what you're touching on is that um, the uh, mainstreamness of consoles may yes. actually push that to be an actual law yeah. um, because computers have been stingy about it for years. Computers have constantly been releasing things that don't actually have as much storage as it says it does. Now, yes, the storage is in there, but it should advertise your available storage on the box, not the capability of the hardware. You get what I'm saying? Exactly. I think that's false advertising because I'm trying to compare it to anything else that a computer does that it doesn't tell you what it's actually doing. I guess there um, really is anything else. RAM,
1: because when you put in 16 gigabytes of RAM, you're not allowed to use all that RAM because a portion of that RAM That's is true taken too. away. Yeah, you're right. So yeah, man, we're being robbed all the time, bro. Rise up, America. Rise up, geeks.
0: Yeah. And now I think it's fine to advertise what RAM and storage is when you're buying it separately, but when you're buying something pre-built, I yes, think the box should tell you what is being used because they know what's allocated to that. Oh, yeah, I agree. That's all I had to say about that. I just think that it feels a lot like the loot box situation where it's dishonesty that as much as you say, hey, everybody's doing this at the same time, they know exactly the answer. You know? Yeah. They know exactly what they would write down on the pop box if they were being honest. You know? Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> oh, no, not at all. Not at all. Well, maybe that's why this next story is happening uh, with uh, PlayStation, um, that Sony is Uh offering a 25% discount code to extend PS Plus subscriptions ahead of the PlayStation 5 launch. So basically, they're looking to get Mm. more subscribers to come in. Um, So if you're interested in doing this, if you're planning on getting a PlayStation and you want to get the PlayStation Plus, uh, go in right now for that 25% discount code. I don't know what kind of plans they have, but to me, this would make sense if you're just now getting a PlayStation and you want to go ahead and get that. Oh, and you can do it on three or 12 month plans. So that's kind of cool, man. You're saving 25%. You might as well get a 12 month plan suck it up, and be able to play all those games that you want to play on PlayStation. If you have that great internet, you'll be able to stream a lot of them from PlayStation directly to your PlayStation, from what I understand. So tw- yeah. 25% gotta off. get man. that
0: Elon Musk internet, yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 that gigabyte freaking <laughs> internet, man. But uh, yeah, it's 25% <laughs> off, so run out and get it, unless, of course, you're, you're like me, and you uh, play Xbox, and you're poor. Uh, next thing that I want to talk about, and if you feel like getting me a PlayStation, go ahead and send that to uh, @Hillhouseix at Hill IX at Twitter. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, next thing I wanted to talk about was a new NVIDIA trailer that came out. Talkin- we had talked about this earlier, how uh, some of the updates is um, uh, for Fortnite with ray tracing that's coming to Fortnite uh, through some of the updates on NVIDIA with RTX. Now, um, they just released it and it was with the, uh, I believe it was with the RTX, uh, 3080 that they, um, uh, showed with the, uh, ray tracing that was going on and holy crap, man, some of the stuff on this video, when I was looking at it, it makes Fortnite just look absolutely amazing. I'm going to say that, uh, everything just looks so beautiful and smooth and just really neat. Um, yeah. And it's 100% beautiful, but, um, uh, one of the things people are saying is there's really no reason for it in a game like Fortnite. So, um, But yeah, Fortnite's going to be having ray tracing. Uh, I think it looks amazing. If you get a chance to check out some of the pictures of the videos, check it out. And uh, yeah, that's what uh, the future of gaming is going to be looking like uh, very, very soon. Uh, Friday the 13th, speaking of horror games, because um, I was speaking about that earlier, and I know that transition was extremely awkward uh <laughs> friday the 13th uh this game <laughs> turned into a a huge a huge cult following over the last few years um and it didn't start out that great um it, it came out in 2017 but it, it took like i think it was since 18 maybe halfway through 2018 uh so last year and a half you know Uh, this game is just really taken off. And uh, a lot of of people love this game, but unfortunately, um, the dedicated servers are going to be going offline for good. Uh, They say this happens to uh, these kind of games. This happens to multiplayer online games that eventually they just shut down. Um, I don't know. I played World of Warcraft for 16 years, so I don't believe that train of thought. Uh, But they're going to be doing one last patch, and then the uh the dedicated servers will be no more towards the end of november um yeah so you will be able to play uh the private uh uh and public matches but um yeah there won't be any uh, uh dedicated servers to the game so yeah, get it in while you can, guys. Uh, kill those campers and uh, <laughs> try to fix that car. got
0: to mark that. Uh, <laughs>
1: you know, and uh, get it while you can, you guys. Know. Friday the 13th.
0: Get it in while you can.
1: Get it in while you can. Uh, cool <laughs> thing about Blizzard, man. I wanted to talk about this. Uh, World of Warcraft. One of the things that used to happen back in the day was multi-boxing. Um, if you're not aware of what this is, multi-boxing is where you open up several of the same uh, game through a game client uh, using software. And uh, using that software, you basically you you have like a, a kind of like a, a a pack mentality where you're able to control everybody with the same the same keyboard. Um, it's used a lot for uh, farming resources. Uh, you know, you have, uh, let's say you got 20, 20 accounts, you know, running at the same time and you're on 20 different, you know, uh, you're, on, you're on the same areas or, but doing, you know what I'm saying? Uh, mining for, let's say, uh, uh, back in the day when you're mining for uh true silver and you're running around and you're mining all this stuff up and then you send it to one account, which is your bank account. And, uh, that's kind of how you, how you uh, uh, make your money. I ran across quite a few of them back in the day when I was uh, questing. I was a loner when I quested a lot and kind of did my own thing. But uh, it was kind of weird seeing all of these uh, same guys with the same name, except for like a one, two, three, four, five, six behind them uh, running around together. Well, anyway, uh, apparently Blizzard has put on their big boy pants and uh, they've had enough of this bullshit. Um, their their uh, statement came out and it says that we've examined the use of third-party input broadcasting software, which allows a single keystroke or action, what I said, to uh, control several different characters through multiple game clients. Um, they said that they've seen an increasingly negative impact to the game and to uh, the community. So... Uh, um that very soon uh, using this to uh, play multiple WoW game clients will be considered an actionable offense, and they believe it's in the best interest of the game and the community. So anyway, uh, this is actually kind of a good uh, a good thing on the um, fall, you know, the uh, uh, going into Shadowlands, which is going to be dropping uh, the end of November. Uh, it's, it's kind of like a fresh start because they've squished everything back down to a manageable level. Uh, the numbers are crunched down to a manageable level things feel fairly balanced uh there are some you know still some op characters here and there one of which i'm leveling up and uh yeah so it, it just feels like the old game again and with them doing this uh i think this is going to take away a lot of the negativity that used to come with playing the old game when you were in the grind and you see some some uh, dickhead running around with you know 15 20 different of the same guy so, and you're just trying to, you know, mine a little bit of silver so that you can make some stuff so you can progress on with your crafting. It's just, it, it makes things so difficult for people when people do this. So, I'm glad that they're taking some sort of uh, um, action against this stuff. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be nice. So, anyway, that's all I got for you guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Wake up. I'm awake. <laughs> well, I, was, um, I was talking to the audience. I'm sure that they okay. fell asleep at the end there.
0: <laughs> now, there's something to note about the Friday the 13th servers. I know you already talked about no, that. No, go ahead, dude. But Friday the 13th stopped getting updates and new features uh, very early on, which is really sad because I believe it had some sort of falling out with the uh, company that makes the films. I think uh, they weren't allowed to make new content or something. I think there was a whole lawsuit about it, too, where it's very unfortunate that it ended up that way. But I think the thing that killed the game was the fact that it wasn't able to produce new content. Yeah, and um, I agree. That was something that Dead by Daylight was able to get by with because they didn't have a relationship like that. And um, I think there was also a Predator game that's very similar. Uh What's unfortunate is that the Friday the 13th just hit a wall because of that issue. Um, but um, I really hope that uh, <laughs> I really hope that it doesn't actually die. I hope that either it's bought out by a company that you know has a better relationship with the film producers, but it's definitely not a dead game. I see people play it still quite a bit. Um, so it's not dying because servers are going empty. I feel like they're pulling the plug because um they're tired of you know, I guess patching the game and server maintenance, I guess. It's just they have no ambition to keep the game anymore. So that's sad, but um
1: It is sad. It is sad.
0: Maybe maybe something will happen by the end of the month, maybe the story will change. So we can keep an eye on it, but as of right now, yeah, it looks like it's just going to shut down. Yep. So yeah. Yep. It so, really yeah, does. go out and play it for one last time, but I mean I hope you don't enjoy it too much because then you won't ever be able to play it again.
1: <laughs> well, they're gonna have they said so, it won't affect the public and uh private online play, multiplayer play. So I don't know how exactly that works unless it's basically where it's uh um their their like unofficial servers. I don't know.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure, man. That's I'm not sure.
0: Okay. Well, um, is that all the stories we have for this week?
1: That's all I got, bro.
0: Okay. Well, um, happy election day. And um, you're either very angry or very happy when you re- you <laughs> hear this episode. <laughs> Dude, so, I'm like,
1: um, a, honestly, man. And, 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 you know, I'm not going to say which way I voted, but I, I'm just like one of those guys where if it's done, it's done. I don't care less, you know, because here's how I look at it. Yeah. Even if you're Democrat or Republican, whoever wins, they can't fuck up. How bad this country's been over the last, you know, 16 years, (laughs) 20 years.
0: Yeah. They can't fuck it up (laughs)
1: anymore, you know, than what it is right now. I really don't think in four years the Democrats are going to turn us socialist or the Republicans are going to turn us dictatorship in four years. American people won't let it happen. So I, I just kind of take it all in stride and I'm like, okay, let's see what happens, man. Let's see what happens. As long as I ain't got to pay more taxes and I still make my money, I'll be fine.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, the thing that really concerns me is because, um, because I used to be under the opinion of like, it doesn't matter because, you know, nothing really can be controlled by the president. Uh, it has to go through all these other people to actually happen that, you know, even if an evil man was president, nothing would, you know, <laughs> happen because there's all these safeguards, you know, against that. So yeah, all, I always didn't all. care. Yeah. But I don't believe um, that at all. the last four years have changed my mind on that. <laughs> oh my, but I'm not I, having a, I'm not having an opinion because I, I have to say that I have been like, Oh shit, I guess you can do things Even though everyone disagrees with you, but oh, you know, um, and I've
1: seen that a long time ago, and that's one of the things that shocked me and surprised me, and why we haven't, you know, done more, you know, as an American, as American citizens, to say screw the government because of every one of them, dude. It just shocks the shit out of me how the things they get away with, bro. I mean, it's like dirty, nasty shit that every party gets away with. And it just, I, it amazes me, but mm-hmm. it doesn't surprise me that, you know, we're not the laughing stock of the world anymore. People actually feel sorry for us because of how our elections go and how we really don't have a choice. It's not a good choice. I don't
0: choice. want to feel be spilt sorry for.
1: Him. I mean, we do, dude. We.
0: It, it, I don't want your pity, buddy.
1: We. It's it's almost like you know we were force fed two people and we're said you have to pick between these two. Well, I want more to pick between. I want more to pick from, man. I don't want just these two. I want more, and it's just ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous, and it's just I I've seen it for years, and it's just it, I I've almost got to the point where I, where I I I just feel like you know. It doesn't matter, even though I know it does. You know what I mean? It's just very sad where we're at right now. Yeah, it's very, very sad, and you know, we just got to figure out a way to fix this shit, all of it. <laughs> you know, maybe just
0: I might just cut, I might just cut this whole thing off in the end. I don't know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's um, fine. Yeah,
1: cut it off, dude. Yeah, because <laughs> we don't need that on there.
0: <laughs> okay. So, um, I hope everyone's having a great week and um, as I said before you're probably not but you know stay on the sunny side play some games uh, enjoy your November Um, Thanksgiving's about to come up and and, you know Christmas is coming up so busiest time of the year and uh, it's it's time to it's time to put on the good underwear and uh, just take it like a man you know
1: yeah be chill man don't be fucking rioting and shit you assholes. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Yeah.
1: Yeah, get it in while you can guys.
0: I don't want to feel be spilt sorry for <laughs>